right, so I got jamming on this uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and we are going to be talking about Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. not X Men Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. but Dark Phoenix. Why am I talking like this? I don't know why you're talking like that. <laughs> Put some energy into it. Put more effort than the people that made Dark Phoenix into it. Come on. Well, man. I mean, it is kind of sad that we're not talking about Dark Phoenix on the regular podcast. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, we never we didn't even talk about the Apocalypse on the regular podcast, right? Yeah, because it was horrible. Because it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Right, so Dark Phoenix, yeah. while it's not a horrible movie, it still wasn't like, Correct. like let's talk about this in the podcast. Yeah. So I guess it's Constellation Prize who toss you into the Edge sure. Stuff podcast. <laughs> so from this point on, uh, spoilers... Spoilers for uh, Dark Phoenix. Are there really any spoilers, though? You know what I mean? Is there, well, anything, yeah, yeah. Is there anything to spoil? Yeah, spoilers. Any to, big just, plot twist anyone cares just, about? Just to give people a warning. Here, yeah. here we go. Here we go. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! Yeah, yeah. This is DJ Albert and we are talking All about right. Dark Phoenix. All right, calm down. All right, all right, Johnny, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know what to say? I don't know what to say. I mean, so you're saying we, so you're saying we made the right call, not not, not talking about. It yeah, it's not, much, it's not a good movie. It's just not a good no, movie. I, a, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's here's it's, here's no. The it's not. It's not a great movie. But it's not a no, bad it's not movie a great either. Movie. It's not. It's I not, thought it was perfectly fine. It's not perfectly fine either. It's I just, liked it. It's just a bad movie. Okay, here's the scale of things. Right. On the bottom end, should we do just? By preface by superhero movies. No, but before you do before oh. you do that, the the question that everybody always asks is mm-hmm. how does this compare to the Last Stand, X Men Three? Oh, it's better than Last Stand. Exactly, I think, I think so. Yeah. So there, I, I agree with that. It's better yeah. than Last Stand. Yeah, Last Stand. Even though I didn't hate Last Stand, I did not like it very much and stuff because there's like four different movies and stuff like that. And the guy who played uh, Cyclops just took off right in the first right. act. Like, where'd the, you go? Where the, the, you going? The, the two main characters in the Dark Phoenix saga that should should be in the story is uh-huh. Cyclops and Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and they were not in the Last Stand because yeah. one was killed off and one was killed off. Yeah. So so yeah. So I, this is a better, more focused version of Dark Phoenix. That's correct. And it doesn't have some weird subplot about you know healing healing mutants and yeah. Magneto and all that stuff. But like I was saying before, on the scale of like superhero movies, the bottom of the bottom end of the spectrum is like Catwoman or Suicide Squad. It's not there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not there. And it's not as bad as Apocalypse. But it's like nowhere in the middle. It's nowhere you know near I mean? as bad as Apocalypse. Yeah, it's not there. But it's nowhere in the middle. Of, I can't call this a good movie. I can't call this uh, a, a great movie or. You know, it's just it's just a bad movie, but it's not like it's, it's not offensively bad though. You know, that's my thing. It's not. I, I, will, it's not consider, me. I will consider it a good movie in the in the average scale. Uh-huh. I mean, it for me, this is like a C plus in my book. Ugh. You know, it's a, it's a little above average. I give it just, a C, just a C, little C, bit. C plus. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so it's we're in, we're in the same ballpark in in like it's not a great movie. It's not mm-hmm. a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's good enough. Here's the best backhanded compliment I can give it, give it, okay? It's a movie about good intentions, right? So mm-hmm. I'll give it that. It does have very good intentions. It wants to be a movie about uh, uh, female rage and how men ego and they try to control it, right? You know what I mean? That's what the... And so, yeah, and that's I, I kind of did notice that subplot. Yeah, that is... Or that the is the yeah. I mean, if you didn't notice that that, that subplot... It, uh, what do you call it? What's her name? Rave and Mystique. Jennifer Lawrence drives that point home right, right, <laughs> true, true, right there, right in the true. first act of it. What's funny is, as I was watching the movie, the first like five, ten minutes, I was like, "Oh, that's okay. It's not that bad. Oh, interesting. This, the theme of this movie will be about men versus women and all that stuff. You know what I mean? How men, even though like I said, good intentions, 
is trying to control women, manipulate women, mind, blah, 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 blah. and then and right, then it doesn't follow through. Yeah, no, but the thing is, Jeff Lawrence, like it, it, it kind of alludes to it. You know what I mean? It hints at it, and then Jeff Lawrence just smacks you right over the face with it. You Don't know what I mean? Scare the dog uh, with sorry. your slaps. Apologize to the dog, but Jeff Lawrence, like I said, in one of those more more, more obvious scenes, the most blatant scenes, he just slaps you over the face with that, with that, right, 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 right yeah. in your face. It, it almost seemed like they 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 were gonna pull the trigger and go all the way, and decided like, no, 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 let's 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 be a little bit more PC mm-hmm. and just make it like yeah. an alien with no with no species with no uh, gender. As a female character yeah. trying to manipulate Jean Grey, and also, uh, just also, I have not, I didn't read the original Dark Phoenix. Saga. You didn't? No, I never. It was before my time. I'm really? Not, I'm not as old as you. Why am I talking to you? <laughs> I'm not as old as you. I came in. I came in X Men a little bit after that. I came in in the Jim Lee, Mark Silvestri uh, run of the X Men. That's when I started picking up. But you know, over the years, you know, over the years, I've picked up like what the story's about. You know, I just watched the cartoon and all that stuff. But the anyway, cartoon wasn't even the best representation of of Dark Phoenix yeah. either. But I'm just saying, over the years, I've, the closest, I closest, but you know, I, I picked up what the story is about. Like, okay. So as I was watching this movie, I thought, oh, it's a nice little inversion of what happened in the original one. In the original one, I believe Sebastian Stan, the black... Sebastian King, Stan? Sebastian Stan. Is <laughs> the Sebastian Winter Soldier? Was it, was Shaw. It, was, Shaw. Shaw, sorry. The okay, black the Winter, King. The Winter Soldier, go ahead. The Black King, or the Winter Soldier, whatever. I give, I give him my IP cross. He's actually Mastermind. Mastermind. Is it uh, Mastermind? Is that the word? Is his name Mastermind? Is it ma- the thought, Shadow King, I'm sorry. A shadow, is it Shadow King? I thought it was uh, the Black King. Oh, wait, no, it's not the Shadow King. It's, exactly. It is Mastermind. Is it Mastermind? I think that's his villain name, right? Anyway, Mastermind? The point is... The point is... Yeah. Uh, in that story, in that story, it's a, a a man with bad intentions going in and manipulating and controlling Jean Grey, right? Correct. So this time, I thought, oh, it's an inversion of that. Oh, uh, Professor X, with you know, he has a good heart and everything like that. He's in there manipulating her and stuff like that. I thought, oh, okay. But that's- it's not complete manipulation though. It's it's, it's more of like um, what's the? There's a word for it. Mm-hmm. I know the words I'm using. Violation. Violation. No, no, it's, no. Because no, he, he was doing it to quote unquote protect her. Right. Exactly. Right. It's one of those not really. Not, I guess it's sexism because yeah. he doesn't want to a little let her let her handle it herself. I, I guess. wish we had a female person on this podcast. That would help. <laughs> wait, wait, somebody watched it. Well, who watched it? Yeah, no, oh, wait, right there. She's, she's sitting right across yeah. over here. But uh, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I said, it's, it's just uh, it's unlike the original uh, source material. It's good intentions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as I like I said, I, as I was watching it, the first fifteen minutes, oh, that's fine. That's good. Oh, that's interesting. But then it just like it just it just sat there. You know what I mean? It was just it just the rest of the movie just kind of bored me. The villain's not very interesting. Jessica Jessica Chastain is kind of wasted and stuff like that. People when they speak and they talk to each other, they're not saying anything interesting or personal. They're just saying everything like, oh, I'm gonna do this. You shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? There's nothing. There's no intimacy involved in the dialogue. There's not. You know what I mean? And you know, and the usual problems that we have with these X Men movies is like. There's just absolutely like no continuity between movies and movies and stuff like you know between yeah, the two movies. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, but that's easy to kind of, to kind of point out if you just assume that each X Men movie is stands on its own, yeah, or in alternate universes, which you <laughs> kind of have to because otherwise, what happened in, in this movie doesn't make sense compared to what happened at the uh, at the end of. It Agent almost Boxer. seemed like the the creators for Dark Phoenix said, "Hey, just ignore Apocalypse mm-hmm. and let's just jump straight to this." But the problem is, it's the same people. Simon Kemberg, who's the writer, he's been a writer throughout these last Correct. few experiments over that. He actually, I've been reading some reports since the since the Dark Phoenix came out. He actually, he actually directed some of what they say a lot of the 
Age of Apocalypse because that's when uh, what's his name? Brian Singer, Brian had, Singer had sick days, quote unquote sick days, <laughs> and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, but and, the right, the right thing is one thing, uh, and the execution of the writing is another. Yeah, thing. But still, but still, there are things that he wrote. He does. He can't justify from the previous movie. I read a little excerpt today. The guy, or the guy can they? Oh, they can't. But no. think about it. If you try and just watch the Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. uh, Mystique ends up as a hero at the end of that sure. movie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Quicksilver is aware of Magneto and all that stuff yeah. with the X Men and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So and then you and then you watch you jump straight to Dark Phoenix. It's mm-hmm. just a natural progression that that Quicksilver is part of the team yeah. and Mystique is part of the team already. I'm just Apocalypse going to... doesn't really. They may have shown where Storm came from and mm-hmm. all that stuff, but it's irrelevant. They just happen to be in Dark Phoenix. No, but the thing is, no, it's not irrelevant because Dark Phoenix, no, Age of Apocalypse, they sh- they hint at Jean Grey having the Phoenix Force inside of her. You know what I mean? That's this how, one how, retcons that. Yeah, but the thing is, he does, the writers of Kent doesn't know why he, he's retconning and stuff. Like, like I said, uh, in, in an interview I read today, uh, the interviewer asked him, oh, what do you call it? Jean Grey's, did the power come from within, like you hinted at in uh, Age of Pockets, or is it from an outside space source, the Phoenix? And, 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 and then he go, wait, I'm sorry, what, what movie was that? Age yeah, exactly, Apocalypse? pretty much. No, 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 uh, I'm sorry, what, what movie was that? You know the, you know the one you wrote? <laughs> no, because the guy's answer was, no, the Phoenix Force... Is from the from this movie is correct. It's coming from outside source, right? And he he even says, "I don't know wh- why we uh, did that." <laughs> yeah, I said, "I don't know why." <laughs> you wrote the damn thing. Come on, what's going on here? Anyway, that's just and one. And he wrote the last time as well. I know, I know. And then that's one of the reasons why he wanted to tackle uh, uh, the Dark Phoenix because he felt because he felt screwed over from from that interpretation because it it seems like from what I can tell it wasn't his idea to have. Uh, the Magneto, the Mutant Cure, that sub, that plot in the Last Stand. He's yeah. using the Sam Raimi Spider Man Three yeah. excuse. He's kind of he wants to kind of rewrite history by having uh, a Dark Phoenix story. He wanted to redeem stuff. himself, but I don't think it works. And the other thing I read from uh, from the from uh, from uh, from, uh, from uh, Dark Phoenix is like after Age of Apocalypse, which is kind of you know which kind of you know they kind of had to regroup the kind of the team that was responsible for the X Men movies got together and says you know what instead of uh, they figure out the problem with the Age of Apocalypse is that it was too much explosions, too much. It was too big and stuff like that. So they wanted to tackle a smaller, more intimate story, and they decided to do the Dark Phoenix, which is kind of kind of a weird thing, kind of a <laughs> right. weird decision. Because yeah. uh, you didn't read the comic book, I did, and mm-hmm. I read them, I read that multiple times. Yeah. Even though it is very well regarded, and it it kind of deserves it because sure. back in the day, you don't kill off a major character of a comic book yeah. that there wasn't a thing. Um, not only that, but but she was almost going to destroy the whole planet. Yeah, that was that kind of a thing. Yeah, but the, the stakes th- were. Unbelievably big uh, for but like, yeah. if you read the comic books, also very uh, secluded. Mm-hmm. Not very many people knew it happened. Mm-hmm. It, it went once, once because uh, everything like in this Dark Phoenix movie, um, unless you're aware of what's going on, you don't really know what's happening with Jean Grey and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It isn't a public knowledge. Yeah, you know. So, so I mean, it becomes public now in the comic books. Mm-hmm. But point is that. In the actual storyline, the whole thing with the Hellfire Club, mm-hmm. it's just in the Hellfire Club. Yeah. The whole thing with with the Dark Phoenix in space, it's just the Sha- the Shi'ar and the X Men. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody else really knew what was going mm-hmm. on. So it's it's big stakes, mm-hmm. but the spectacle is actually really small. Mm-hmm. The movie kind of follows that. Yeah. And it kind of it it kind of betrays that a little bit by having the whole like, oh, now we're gonna go ahead and start rounding up bad mutants. You yeah. know, so. That's him tacking on that plot of the story that that wasn't necessary. Yeah, the whole the whole will the whole world building of this X Men movie, this one in particular, just just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like they they barely put any kind of effort into it and stuff. Number one, you go to Xavier's school, and like all these kids are kind of like normal, good looking and stuff. Only they they spent like only 
the one kid had a little thing varicose veins on him. And, you know, well, it's a money thing, I'm sure. It's like, it's like come on, man. And it's like, it's like what, what are you doing? It's a money thing. It's, it's, they, they don't have saying. MCU money. That's what I'm saying. If you don't have the money, then don't, just, don't, don't do the movie and stuff like that. Because aesthetically, that's how you build the world, man. That's how you build the world. You, you, you have to have these kids different. That's how, that's why they feel different from society and stuff like that. And there's a scene So you're where, saying they should have had less, less kids? If you don't, if you don't have the kid, if you don't, if you don't have the budget to do any kind of special effects, anything with the kids and stuff like that, like I said, aesthetics. These every scene, I mean, every movie, it's built upon a million different choices that you make. You know, and then all the choices they made here was just like wrong and stuff like that. Well, it seemed it seemed like they're they're trying to have their cake and eat it too because the more two thousand era X Men actually have. Students mm-hmm. in the school, yeah. while in the the Clears, the original Stanley Clears, Claremont era, it was just the X Men. There was yeah. no real other students. Yeah. The only real first student really was technically Kitty Pryde in a sense. Yeah, you know so, everybody else was just like super the superheroes. Yeah, but know? the thing is, the, the, the crux of the X Men story is that these people are feel separated from society and stuff like that. Well, they come, they and come the physical, back no, in the movie. I know, but the physical appearance was a reflection of that. And there's another scene between uh, Beast and and uh, what do you call it? And Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence oh, and then they're they're going back and forth between the 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 makeup and non makeup. It's like you know because I know you re- you read Jennifer Lawrence, she doesn't want to do these movies. She doesn't like the makeup and stuff like that. And you you could just tell. I was surprised how much she was on the makeup in this yeah. movie. No, I was surprised how little she wanted to do and stuff like that. She did that. She whole, was less in the makeup in the apocalypse than she was in here. There's, there's a whole scene where her, there's a whole bit where she looks when she goes back to the X mansion and she takes she takes out the Raven thing because she wants to look normal and fit in and stuff. Like that. And it's like that's a plot line from like two three movies ago. She should be over that. And then Beast comes comes in and out of his his Beast mode and stuff. It's just silly. And at one point they're arguing about whether they should leave the school and join the rest of society. And they're like, oh, I can't fit in. And we can't fit in. It's like these, and they're in the regular human looks. And it's like these are the two of the most gorgeous looking people in the world. Obviously, they would fit in and stuff like that. It's just, it's, I'm just saying, it's just these. Wait, what? No, what do you mean? Wait, wait, wait I, I, I must have like dozed off. Wait, what, what did you say? No, I'm saying, oh, the scene where Jennifer Lawrence, Raven, and Beast are discussing whether they should leave the school and just be part of the world. And but all it's that part. Stuff. It's because of of. Xavier, right? Xavier and stuff like that. But I'm like, and uh, it's just you don't feel any of that tension because they're not in their mutant form and stuff like that. They, there's just like no gravity. There's no weight to it and stuff like that. Wait, what do you, you mean? Know? The tension you have to. The tension was there. No, the between was... between Xavier and and uh, Mystique. No, no, no. no I'm talking about that thing. I'm talking about them wanting to leave, leave and stuff like that. that you know, they, I think it was mostly just Raven, really. Yeah, but she, yeah, because she's trying to convince him to leave and stuff like that. Right. But because they don't look different from the the real world and stuff like that, you just you just don't you just don't buy it. You just don't buy the what do you call it? The, the tension between X Men and the real world and the and whether these it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Wait, I, just, I, I don't I don't I don't get your point there. Yeah. I mean they're they're leaving because because she's seeing that 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 Charles is actually right. kind of like you know like um not really a male masculinity thing, but. But the fact that, that he's doing things for for his ego, for his he's own ego, the, yeah, for, for his own uh, analysis. It's nothing to do with whether they look normal or not. No, um, okay, maybe I'll, I'll forget this part. But my other, the other thing, weird thing is her her argument to Charles, like, oh, you know what, you can't keep treating these these uh, these students as kids anymore. Uh, I mean, wait, you should treat these kids as kids and shouldn't put them in danger like these uh, space missions. That's a that's a retcon from the end of the last movie where she told them at the end, hey, you're not kids anymore. You you have to you know kind of like step up and so yeah like well that. it's a retcon that's what I'm saying why why that's my whole thing why should the pe- the fans be invested in these stories if the people 
keep retconning, keep changing. As proven so, by the box office. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a big it's a big. But if you if you if you see it by itself without the, pre, the without the other movies except for certain plot yeah. lines from First Class and Days of Future Past, just ignore Apocalypse. It, as, a, as a movie by itself, it kind of stands on its own. Oh no! I'm saying. Oh, here's here's another couple. I'll give the movie from from as far as like a story from A to B to C as far as a coherent put together story, it makes sense. Yeah, it's coherent. It, it, but whether that's it's all ex- I was asking for from this movie. Oh, that's a low bar, man. That's you a, have to have a low bar going to this for exact reasons. What that's you were a saying. low bar. After man. Age of Apocalypse, you have to have a low bar going to this movie. Yeah, but the thing is, and that's why it, it bombs over that. We we're coming off X Men. I movie, think part I of mean, it too is to, to, to yeah. cut you off, but. Yeah. Part of it too is because people know that M- the MCU is going to reboot it in five years anyway. Yeah. They're like, "Why do we need to see this? This mm. should have just gone s- straight to Hulu or something." Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen to uh, New Moons, probably. They're it, still claiming it's going to go to. It's not going to come. Out. <laughs> I, you know, I read somewhere where uh, what do you call it? They go, they're just trying to find the time to get other cast back together to kind of reshoot it and something. Right. Like, but that's never going to happen. That's yeah, they they, they they screwed the pooch on the on the on the schedule especially, for the reshoots, especially after. Uh, this Dark Phoenix because this is another one where they came everybody came back and reshot it they put m- more money into it now why would they go back and do New Mutants and re- put money into it yeah I don't, I don't see why Disney would bother giving them more money just to like yeah, hey just, finish the movie you're just burning money so you don't just throw it on Hulu I, at this rate they may as well just go with the original version of the movie and just release it to Hulu yeah I, I was just, yeah because the other thing I read I'm talking about uh, Dark Phoenix. I read a oh, lot Dark of Phoenix. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the New Mutants. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about. I'm going back to Dark Phoenix because also uh, apparently the story goes a lot of uh, Dark Phoenix was reshot because number one, the uh, Captain Marvel used scrolls and then that screwed them up, and also uh, Captain Marvel ended in a fight in space and stuff like that. And that's how this one ended, and that's why they had to re- go back and redo a lot of this stuff. And stuff. I mean, like that. the train scene was redone. Yeah, the train scene was redone and stuff like that. Yeah, was, uh, apparently the entire third act was like redone. That third. Act, action sequence was redone. That, that, that'll explain why in WonderCon he was talking about. I mean, this is after the reshoots, obviously, mm-hmm. but in WonderCon he was emphasizing that, yeah, we are going to have a space scene. And apparently, the only space scene he was able to get on the final cut is the intro part. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but my whole point is you might as well just go for the space scene because the, the, the original comic book it ends in the a moon fight right so yeah, I, yeah. They, they might just go for it. They might have just kept a scroll in, just screw it. It's not going to make, it's not going to make this. It's not going to be worse than this because that train scene at the end was pretty boring. It, the 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 aliens that I don't know what their powers were. They they just came off like uh, generic like uh, Matrix bad guys or T one thousand or some of that. It's like pretty much yeah. It's like so dull and boring and some of that. I don't know. They might have just kept whatever they, whatever vision they had. They might have just kept it. You know what I mean? Why spend more money? Because the budget apparently ballooned up to like two hundred million stuff like that. Yeah, no, but the original vision I'm talking about is like the new uh, is new mutants because new mutants apparently already has a final cut, right? But because Nobody because likes the it, trailer, no, no, it's right. not that because the trailers made it look, ooh, we want to capitalize on the horror movie part, yeah. So now they wanted to add more horror stuff, even mm-hmm. though the original version had only some of that. So that's what that's supposed to be the holdup. Oh, I heard it was just unwat. I heard it was just unusable. I heard I heard it, just, it was just bad. Really? What, I, I, I heard was- I heard it's because they they decided to go in a different different mm-hmm. angle with the tone mm-hmm. of the movie. Compared to how it currently is. Although if they if they went back to reshoot that one, they sh- that shouldn't cost that much money because it's just a, a, it's a haunted the, house movie. It's a haunted house movie. It's just one location. No, no but right? the thing though, we always we keep saying that, but I, I think the original intention wasn't completely. It's a haunted house movie. Yeah. But now that apparently people want to see a haunted house movie mm-hmm. with this new mutant characters, they have to either uh, put more scenes with with horror stuff mm-hmm. or 
I just assume, I just assume it's unwatchable, and also they can't get the actors back because all those actors are yeah. young and they have a and they're like three years older than they were, than they were when they I shot know. it. And the thing is, for this one, going back to Dark Phoenix, I could I'm because I I don't know if, if I would have saw it if I didn't know, but I knew the last act was kind of reshot, so I kind of looked at the actors to see if anything changed. I think a lot of the hair are not consistent stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like Ty, the guy who plays Cyclops, Ty yeah, he's his hair was a little bit lighter and stuff like that. I just noticed little things like that. And just and just going back to Dark Phoenix, it's, it's just a boring movie. At some point, Storm fights a, a guy whose superpower is like uh, dread uh, dreadlocks and stuff like that. Mm. It's like, come on, man. Which I think is like, which I think there's a mutant power with that no. ability. I don't know. I saw an Easter egg breakdown. The guy didn't mention it, but I don't. It's just like, come on, man. Just, well, Storm for one thing is is once again. Uh, it's embarrassing. Not not capitalized like yeah. she is in the comic books. She literally has to be. She has to fight to be in this movie. She literally the act. I feel like the actress was saying these words to the director, like, "I, I want you know because they're leaving for the big fight, right? It's like, right. I I want to go. I need to go. I feel like that's not Storm. Yeah. I think that's the actor speaking and stuff like that. No, it's it's true. I, I think the actress was disappointed that with with how much Storm did really get to do anything yeah. except action sequences, <laughs> which was like the first uh, X Men movie with Halle Berry. Yeah. You know, she had to fight for more lights as well. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the right Simon Kimber just doesn't know how to do with Storm. And she said, I don't think they know what to do with team dynamics and stuff like that. They always focus too much on either Wolverine or Magneto versus uh, versus and Xavier. Uh, Xavier and stuff like that. Yeah. I think once uh, James Gunn came out with Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, that should be your blueprint for team books and stuff like that. Because these comic books, Guardians of the Galaxy and X Men, they're built on the premise of a team. You know, each character should have. Uh, motivation they should have uh, a point of view and stuff like that you know what I mean my only problem with the uh, James Gunn version of 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 a team is the other directors and writers are gonna get the wrong reading like oh to make them seem more like a tight-knit group we have to have banter mm-hmm. make lots of banter mm-hmm. you know and I think that's the wrong way of saying I'm just moving I'm just I'm just, just mentioning Guardian Galaxy unto itself you know what I mean right Guardian, Guardian but Galaxy even, even the Avengers they have banter. Yeah, but that's what makes them a team. They have banter. Well, that's it's better than this, which is everybody's also serious. Everybody's but it's, wild but it's Dark like Phoenix. That. It has yeah. to be a serious movie. You can have what do you cut? What do you cut? Oh, what do you cut? What do you cut? Avengers of uh, Infinity War. They had a they have banter, but it was also about the end of the world and stuff like that. You can have both. You can have you can have you can have light moments and stuff like that. This thing was just so dull and monolithic and stuff. I like no humor, kind of. You know what I mean? It just goes from scene to scene. You know what I mean? It's just it's no. To be fair, that's kind of how the comic book was too. It was it no, was no, pretty no. much a very serious. Yeah, but, film. but but it's called an adaptation for a reason though. It's you have to adapt it to the times. You're in and stuff. You have to adapt it to a movie. A movie needs humor. But that, like that. that isn't what he wanted to do, though. I understand that. But how did that work out for him, though? Well, how that, that, that's how it. How did that work out for him? He actually, he actually said that he was inspired by Logan. Yeah. Because Logan was a serious movie. And he wanted to keep this serious. That's why, that's why the tone in the movie was pretty serious. And, oh, let's let's get rid of the jokester. And so Quicksilver is... is, is well, hurt. yeah. I think, that, uh, I think Quicksilver is like a curse. It's one of those things where it's like a monkey's claw, paw kind of thing. You get your wish... You get one of the great scenes in like uh, superhero history and so that, yeah. but it's cursed by the fact that oh, he's faster than the people can talk, and you know what I mean. He's too fast. He's all powerful. He can fix everything and stuff like that. So they had to. Get, they literally crippled him at the beginning of the movie and stuff like that. He is the. He was the DSX machina of, the, of a yeah. lot of things. People kept wanting because you can't ignore. It's not one of those characters like Jubilee where you just ignore ignore. You know what I mean. You have right. to bring him back, but then he's too powerful. So what are you gonna do and stuff like that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's not good. Is what I'm saying. It's just boring and stuff like that. 
More than anything else, it's just boring. I think the only one that, as far as like acting standout, is like Magneto. I think Fastbender is a great Magneto. No, Fastbender has always been good. Yeah, I think. And I would say, I would say, McAvoy is good as Charles Xavier. I not in for so much this movie, but in the good ones, he's really good. Actually, I prefer the two of them over. Uh, pref- uh, what call John oh, Patrick Stewart? John P- <laughs> well, that's because those movies they keep sidelining them. Yeah. Well, what's funny is in other interviews with McAvoy and stuff like that, he's kind of hinted at the fact that he's kind of, I don't say upset, but he's kind of confused as to why after first class they didn't put the focus on Magneto and and uh, Xavier and stuff like that. He thought he the two of them should have been in more scenes together and stuff like that. Well, I, I well you, you read the articles about how uh, who was the director for first class again? Get gas guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Him. Yeah. So guy. he was talking about how he had a different vision for the trilogy of these X Men movies, mm-hmm, yeah. and apparently. Oh, when Brian Singer came back, it completely changed it. So, yeah. so there we go. So, yeah, what can you do? So what far. can you do? But uh, I do like the fact that they made Xavier uh, kind of like not completely a good guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that that's a lot more. That's a little bit better than what they handled in the in the comic books. Yeah, because in the comic books, I was afraid they were going to go that direction with the onslaught storyline, mm-hmm. and and they didn't do that. So I'm like, okay, at least they didn't do yeah. that. But but they but they didn't make him. Completely, the ego thing. I like that angle where yeah. where he's like, oh, "Okay, I'm charge of savior. I finally brought peace to mutant kind mm-hmm. and humans. Yay me!" Yeah. I, I kind of like, like that. That's, that seems very human for charge of savior to do. Yeah, I like that too. I like that. Yeah. I like his this interpretation of it. I also like the first class one where he's kind of a playboy. He's much more egotistical and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean, I like this version too. I like it. That that part I like. I like it. Like I said, I yeah. like and it. I also like Fastbender, and he has his own island against the government. Had a deal with Magneto. Don't mess with us. We won't mess with you. Here's your island. Here's right? another thing. Here's the thing. It's a good idea, but it's just the execution, the aesthetics, the choices I made are just very poor. Because at some point, the government gives Magneto an island for some reason. Even though he killed like billions of people in the last movie, and he's still accused of killing uh, Kennedy and almost killing Richard Nixon. You know, all right, forget that fact. Forget that continuity fact. Did but- they actually know that for a fact? Well, that's why he was in prison in uh, in in the uh, oh, future, future, future past. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and also in the future past, they, they literally film him trying to kill uh, what do you call it, Dixon, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Continuity. Like I said, if you're not invested, why am I invested? Anyway, so you, you just forget that fact. But the thing is, at some point, the the army guys. He goes to Magneto's island. They know who Magneto is. He they know his power. They show up in a helicopter. They show up with guns and stuff like that. It's just like like I said, that whole scene. Even though Fastbender is a really good actor, he does. As, much as he can, this thing—it's like there's no tension in that scene because it's just dumb. It's built on the premise that these army guys don't know who Magneto is and who don't don't know. But his they power. know who he is, though. Hmm? They know who he is. That's what I'm saying. But why didn't they act accordingly? Well, they they came in there hoping to not fight. That's the thing. That's the thing. Really? Is well, that yeah, we, I know. Really. With the guns and the and the, and the army to be fair, the, the movie does subvert that because of the fact that Magneto mm-hmm. didn't fight them. Mm-hmm. He was actually saving them from Jean Grey. So again, you, so you're going to Magneto's island, who, like I said, almost ended the world a couple of years ago. Who again, who was accused of killing, almost kill, uh, of almost killing Nixon, who did is accused of killing Kennedy. You don't assume there's going to be a fight and stuff like that. You just go, you know. You think it's gonna? It, you think well, that's why they had guns. Maybe, maybe they just needed somebody to to do or, some kind of to do some kind of exposition. Go, okay, make sure to uh, take care of those plastic guns and or, plastic bullets. Or here's my or here's my explanation: <laughs> bad writing and bad directing. What's more? What's more plausible? Your explanation or just bad writing and bad directing and stuff like that? Uh, lazy. I don't know about bad directing, but writing is very questionable. I've always yeah. said Simon Kirby has always been kind of an overrated writer, anyway. Yeah, so, but so. but the thing is always that I think the, in directing wise, like you said, it's pretty straightforward. It's yeah. coherent. 
You know, it's like that part. Yeah, that part is that for, that for what whatever it was. Even though it's dumb and it's lazy, it doesn't go anywhere. It, it's coherent. The, the the later one where they where they're crossing the street, that one is less coherent. You know what I mean? Because at some point. Did she just cross the street? Yeah, it's just like he's just crossing <laughs> the street, and then Xavier's big plan was just coming up to him behind him, like sneaky, like talking to him from behind, and then there's this weird cut where Cyclops dro- drops the f bomb, right, and stuff like that. Right, and right. it's literally cut to him. He's looking at you, you know, the screen. It's like he's looking at you, the audience, saying, "Hey, if you touch her, I'm gonna fuck you up." I was like, "What are you talking to me? What's going on here?" It's like this, and it's all disjointed and stuff like that. It's just, that that action sequence was kind of. Just like ugh. I don't know no. if it's disjointed, but I, I did like how how Charles was waiting for for a Nightcrawler to teleport him, and they found reasons on why he couldn't do that. So yeah. he's stuck there. Uh, the whole beast thing, though, that I question how they were able to keep him from crossing the street. That's a little much. Magneto, well, obviously Magneto got through anyway. So, yeah. but but it, it it just seemed like oh no, nothing to um that that was the scene they showed. That's one of the scenes they showed in WonderCon. They show oh, okay. they show the space shuttle scene the whole sequence mm-hmm. all the way to. How does Jean Grey uh, breathe in, in in space? By the way, I never understood that part either. I guess it's assuming she has a force field telekinesis force field thing. Spend a couple bucks. It, they, well, they, 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 they showed it in the uh, the the flashback where yeah. she was she had the force field protecting protecting her from the car crash. Okay, so they, there was no line. <laughs> I don't think. Spend a couple extra bucks. That's all I'm saying. Because I kept looking at it. Because they make it a point where you see this the, the space shuttle is crumbling, right? How do you show that though? I it's just like in the in the in the, in the, in the flashback. Yeah, in the flashback, it's like a little sheen, a little sheen. Like well, maybe, maybe oh, you... like they can show the Phoenix Force. Why can't you show a, a bubble and stuff like that? Do the same thing. Uh, Guardian of the Galaxy Two, same thing. They're no, the, but the bubble thing. looks weird. I've always said it. Oh yeah, this weird. is much better. You're right. The, 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 the weird. It's always looked weird in the comic book. Yeah. Like why would we? Why, why would we see? Why would you physically see telekinesis? Yeah, there's no way you can physically see why telekinesis. Not? Why not? Wait, hold on a second. What kind of, Psy- uh, Psylocke. It's uh, her blade. It's yeah, a, we're not supposed to be able to see that. Yeah, but why not? It's 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 it's, it's a, a it's a it's a it's a mind thing. It isn't like. But you know, <laughs> telekinesis is not real. Telepathy is not real. You have to do. But in the context kudos. of telekinesis, you're not supposed to be able to see invisible draw lines. Again, uh, yeah, you what you're only, doing. But you're only limited. Uh, by your imagination. But my point is, if the if the movie makes an effort to show Nightcrawler. Has to put on an oxygen mask. Has to be taped up. You know what I mean? Right. They have to somehow explain why Jean Grey can breathe in. So you wanted in. more more exposition. I wanted. I want effort. <laughs> you wanted, I want. You effort. wanted more exposition. They already showed. No, that not she exposition. Has- it's it, when you put a little a little uh, telekinetic feel, a little sheen, a little metal. That's not effort. That's I'm just that's just pure effort. That's just pure. That's not exposition. That's not explaining it. You know what I mean? That's pure effort. My argument so. there is they already explained it in yeah. the flashback. She's able to pull up a telekinesis mm. sealed shield. You just can't see it. Mm. That's mm. all. That's all it is. Mm. Uh. That's all it is. That's my thing. Uh. And, to, and to be fair, yeah. with Simon Kinberg, first time directing. This is his first not time. A, actually. Not according to the gossip. Apparently, he directed Age of Apocalypse and a. Well, I mean, of you're, you're, but that, that, that's him, like yeah. just jumping in. Yeah. This is the and, first time he's directed the whole. And thing. also, I want to mention that uh, whatever we think of the movie or whatever the box office, it's 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 totally on the actors as well because apparently. They fought for Ken Burke to come back as a director because it's one. Of those, he's one of those people that people get along with and stuff like that. Plus, he's the one who he was been there since the beginning yeah. too, right? May as well. You don't want Brian Singer to come back. No, <laughs> he's off doing whatever he is doing and stuff like he's that. The black, he's in the blacklist now. <laughs> we don't talk about him. It's weird. But yeah, like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's a great movie. I, I just it's perfectly. Is okay. it a good movie? It's okay. Is it a good I movie? I liked it. It's a good movie. It's the best live action Dark Phoenix so far. Your, your, your Honor, 
the witness is avoiding the question, is it a good movie? Would you recommend people paying their money to go see it? Yeah, I would actually. Would you really? Yeah, because it's it's perfectly fine. It has a coherent oh storyline, and that was all I was asking oh from the movie. Oh my god! If you were if you were being like a nerd, like you're doing right now, and no, I'm being a film fan. I'm being a, a, a person who watches movies all the time. A movie has to have a pulse. It has to have energy. You know what I mean? I thought it did. It has to be coherent. I, I, mean, I, I, in, I thought I thought the MacGuffin, which is not really a MacGuffin because it's the actual point of the movie, yeah. with Jean Grey, I thought mm-hmm. it's, it's perfectly good. It was a focused movie. It focused Ta- on her storyline and it went from there. Yeah. I liked it. I understand how story works. I understand how... And I'm saying it yeah. succeeded in what it tried to do. And how how do you like the villains in this movie? Well, I don't really consider the 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 Debari or whatever it's called... Uh, that's the real point. villains. They're 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 just there. They're just there to <laughs> to be the oppos- opposing team to try. Basically, yeah. the it's a football thing. It's a team thing. That's yeah, a fantastic. They're fantastic. not the, they're not the main villain. The main villain is technically the Phoenix. Dark yeah. Phoenix is the main villain. She's the real antagonist, and the real protagonist is Xavier. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that that's kind of how he played off. So all that stuff with the villain and the thing is irrelevant and stuff like that. The yeah, it's, it's essentially like saying like like the Hellfire Club wasn't really the main villain in the mm-hmm. whole Dark Phoenix storyline. For the Hellfire Club, they have personalities. You can tell you can tell one member from a uh, from a different member. You want this what? movie longer than it is? I wanted some personality. I wanted some some motivation and stuff like that. I wanted Je- Jessica Chastain. I got the char- motivation from Jessica Chastain's character. Yeah, the, something a little less generic, something a little, a little more specific. You know what I mean? Something a little more passionate and stuff like that. She's reading these lines like like a model lift and stuff like that. all the characters from that from that from that race is just like why you know don't you want to pull, don't you want to empathize with any of these characters and stuff like that you know empathize with their loss or their goals and their desires and stuff like that you, you know what i mean when you go to a movie you want some sense of empathy you know i understand what you're saying i understand what i'm saying i understand what you're saying as far as uh coin t- uh telling a coherent story from a to b but that's just a baseline that's just what you start off with you know what i mean that's you know that's just that's the Bare minimum, you know what I mean? But empathy, telling an interesting story, telling interesting uh, characters, having, you know what I mean? That's what makes a good movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and Jean Grey was that character. Xavier was that character. Magneto was that character. Those were those characters that you're supposed to gravitate with the movie. And and, and I guess Raven, even though she was only until she died. Yeah. I feel I the one why I felt bad for is actually Raven. Like I said, she we we, we exchanged text messages. She, she should have been the one that's kind of yeah. What well, this is Jean Grey's that's kind of, that's Jean Grey's school that's, of the young that's a real that's a real dick move, man. <laughs> Just because the movie wanted to follow suit with the comic books, yeah. doesn't mean they had to do it in the context of the movie. Yeah, because Raven is the one that what do you call it? She's the one who's been fighting for mutant rights for like thirty years. She's the one that got murdered, obviously, and stuff like that. So I don't get that at all. Right. Yeah. And, and and Jean Grey uh, sacrificed herself in the spirit of what Raven would have done. Mm-hmm. So it, definitely, it's it's Raven's thing, not, yeah. not Jean Grey's thing. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, except for like certain problems in the movie, some issues, I I was generally okay with the movie. Yeah. I, I liked it more or less. Thumbs down for me. Yeah, it's like, it, it could be, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. But you can say that for all movies and stuff, like that, all experiences and stuff. Like that. It could be worse. Yeah, but but I expected like the worst thing to happen with this movie, and oh it didn't God. happen. It was just perfectly fine. Oh. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm I'm okay with the movie, and you're not, and I guess that's it. <laughs> that was a big conclusion. I okay, yeah. Yeah, so, that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean, I think, I mean, it, it goes to show how much is how much this franchise has fallen. Mm-hmm. The fact that we relegated this discussion to the supplemental podcast, yeah, and it's kind of like a whimper of an ending, yeah. Like, like if this was like a season finale for the CW, totally buy it, you know. But, but as a movie itself, 
it should have been more. Like what you're saying, it should have been more. Yeah. But I was looking at it like, well, just do the best they can, and this is the best they can. And I'm like, well, it, it could have been much worse. <laughs> like the CW shows could have been much worse. You're like a, a parent <laughs> who has like a kid that has a thing, and you're like, yeah, he's doing his best. He's just trying. He's out there. He's playing with the other kids and stuff like that. So I'm just like, yeah. I, I Could like have been it. much worse. I, I like after I pay for a movie ticket, I like to be entertained and stuff. I, paid a list, dude. I like a list. I like a I like a little a little effort. But but here, since we're, since 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 this is the last one, we should maybe do a little recap. So I didn't like the first one actually. The first one I didn't like. The first X Men back in two thousand. I, li- I liked it in the same level as this movie. Ugh, that's a damn praise. That's, not that's what I mean, yeah, right? I and I, I, I already said my piece about the the Brian Singer movies in the first place. The second but, one I thought it might be. I really liked it, but I haven't seen it in a bunch of years, so I might. I don't know where. It's, I was I, one, I was up. in the minority when it came out of the guy who was saying overrated, overrated. That oh, was me. Okay. You're an okay. angry man, okay. And the third one, I just didn't like, but I didn't hate it as much as much as other people. I just, I was just confused by the ending, by by the end of the movie. I was like, I also didn't hate it. Yeah, uh, I thought it was just okay. Yeah, same same level as. I just I guess, well, I was, a little bit under Dark Phoenix. I was just a little confused. I was just like, why did Cyclops die? Why did Why did Xavier die? Yeah. You know, and at the end, what was strange about the third one is the, the the whole thing was about a mutant cure, and at the end of the big fight and stuff like that, I was like, the the whole plot wasn't. There was no conclusion. That kid's still alive. He mm-hmm. still has the power to cure everybody. What what was resolved? I don't understand what's going on. I was just confused by it. And then I thought, uh, I mean, obviously, Wolverine Origins is a terrible movie. That's probably, that's down there with Age of Apocalypse. The first really good movie was First Class. Yeah, First Class. I thought it was, it was borderline close to being a great, great movie. I, I think it's fantastic. I don't know about being a great movie, but it was a good movie. I loved the first hour of it. It just moves. It just, it just. It's a lot of story. I love the fact that Magneto is jumping from country to country, just assassinating uh, Nazis and stuff. I thought, right. I thought it was great. I thought it was a time. I like the fact that Xavier actually trained kids in that movie. You know what I mean? I thought that was really interesting. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. actually see them using their powers in interesting ways and stuff like that. I like the training montage. The thing I disliked about it the most, the thing that just still bugs me is they kill the black character. That's one of the classic cases of killing the black character first. And the crazy thing about that black character is that black character doesn't exist in comic books. You know what I mean? So they invented... That's why it's disposable. That's, that's, that makes it incredibly cruel, incredibly mm-hmm. insensitive and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They, they invented a black character just... Just to kill him and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So I thought, you know, anyway, uh, what what what's next? Deadpool, obviously great. Deadpool's great. Uh, oh, like, that's right. We still count that in the X Men universe. Are we counting it? I don't know. <laughs> Technically, I would not because the Colossus is different in Deadpool. Hmm? Um, although, oh no, I think guess you do, huh? Because I mean, it's kind of like an Easter egg, but yeah. but the Age of Apocalypse X Men yeah, sure. was in the movie. Sure, whatever. But then I love the Days of Future Past. I thought I thought it was great. Yeah, Days of Future Past was, was good. Generally great. Yeah. And then the uh, and then it's. Uh, Age of Apocalypse is, a, <laughs> is down there with, uh, with X-Men Origins, X-Men Origins as, as the worst. And I don't think we mentioned uh, the Wolverine. I thought the Wolverine, that's to me, is a very solid B, I started a letter grade B movie and stuff like that. I thought that's a really good movie. I yeah, I, I would like, I like yeah. the Wolverine a little bit more than Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the best movie of all of them is Logan. Yeah, Logan. Mm-hmm. Even though the third acted a little bit. Still yeah, little but bit, it's still. The third acted a little bit wonky. It's still, still the best X Men movie we've got. Sure. Yes, because it, it it's the one that actually uh, pushes the narrative, the themes forward, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And you, you know, it's re- does something really interesting. It 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 deals with moral mortality and stuff like that. So right. that that was really good. Yeah. So yeah. So overall, it's a mixed bag and stuff like that. As far as the, this X yeah. universe, I'm kind of glad it's over. I guess. Yeah. Because except for New Mutants. <laughs> uh, 
dollars. I bet you New Moons doesn't come out and stuff like that. It has. I, I just reason Hulu. Yeah, just release on Hulu. It, it'll be an oddity. Just releasing Hulu. Just, just like you know, there you go. <laughs> they won't. They won't even give it to Disney Plus. That's all. They, that's all. It's like oh, you know what? Well, I mean, if, they, if Disney Plus is for fancy things, it's for nice things. Yeah, you're going to Hulu, man. You're going to Hulu. Yeah. Because somebody, I also mentioned somebody mentioned on Twitter like when the Fox and the Disney merger happens, like oh, you know what? All you fanboys, you know what I mean? You know, you know, you fanboys are being short sighted because. Because Disney is buying Fox, you'll never get a movie that's R-rated, that's like Logan and stuff like that. I'm like, but I'm like, you know what? I would sacrifice a a a, a Logan if it means we don't have to sit through uh, what you call Age Apocalypse, uh, X Men uh, Origins and stuff like that. You know well, what I mean? see, that argument is also kind of flawed because first off, they already promised Deadpool is going to stay rated R. Yeah. Right. Another thing too is that. Uh, as proven by the MCU movies, you can do serious subject matters yeah. and still be a PG-13 movie, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And if, if they pitch it well enough, Logan could still potentially have happened in, in Disney anyway. I, I, but I would go the other way a little bit too. Only, I would prefer Logan be R-rated too. I like the fact that when he does the claws, oh, right, right. you got to see the damage. Like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, but, but I, I'm thinking like if they pitch this well enough, Kevin, if, with Kevin Feige involved, mm-hmm. I really think Logan would have still gone through anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, uh, bring on the reboot, MCU. Yeah, I'm, bring I'm, on the reboot. I'm glad we're done with this uh, this X universe. Like yeah. I said, oh, uh, I mean, as an X Men fan, the fact that you've had 19 years of films, you haven't brought the Shi'ar, you haven't brought the Star Jammers, you haven't brought in the Brood. I think it's the Alien. The Brood. The Brood. It is from Brood, huh? I think it's. I think it is Brood because it's B R O O D. You didn't bring in the Savage Land and stuff like that. These are all. Uh, do you never brought in Genosha properly? This is the reason why it needs to be a TV series yeah. and not a Actually, movie series. Uh, somebody, uh, there's a Twitter thing where it's the, the animated people, uh, original anime. So, oh, hey, God. They, 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 they were like, hey, we're that's, still here. That's a whole other subject matter. In a, in the perfect world, uh, they would rely more on uh, animation. I actually li- I like uh, I like the X-Men as an animated form. I think the 90s X-Men is actually quite overrated as an X-Men fan. Uh, I think it- because it, it pretty much just skirts on the whole, like, let's just follow all the plot lines and just go from there. Mm-hmm. But in spirit, I don't think it completely hits the landing. Mm-hmm. I get what they're trying to do, but it felt so rushed. It just felt so rushed. Well, it's a cartoon. So it's a weekly Saturday morning X-Men cartoon. Evolution. Yeah. I think it's the best X-Men movie. Uh, best Men cartoon. I don't remember. I, I don't think I've seen that one. That's the one where the kids were actually teenagers. Yeah, I know. You that's know? the one that and, came after. Right? Yeah, and that, that's the one that wasn't afraid to to like, hey, we're not following continuity. We're just going to do what we can, mm-hmm. but in the spirit of X-Men. Yeah. And I thought it was in the spirit of X-Men. Yeah. I mean, I mean in, in that comic book, they had Cyclops be friends with Toad, which is like yeah. an homage to the Ultimates, but they did mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, my whole thing as far as the MCU would be something like they, what they did with... Uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, just you have to cast teenagers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which they kind of did for the Age of Apocalypse, but it's just so it's bad. Poorly. Director, yeah. bad writer, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was and, a waste. And obviously, just focus. I guess, do I want to focus on the school again? Because that school has been the focus for like ninety years, been blown up a dozen times and stuff like over but the. It's got years. it's X Men. If it's an X Men thing, you have to have Xavier School of Gives the Answer. Yeah. You just can't avoid that, really. Yeah, unless they want to follow a different timeline of of the X Men. But can can we finally have like an X Men that starts from the beginning, just the original five? Yeah. I mean, they finally they finally stopped caring about. We gotta have Wolverine in the movie. Oh God, they, they, that's the first thing that everybody talks about with the with the reboot. Who's gonna be Wolverine? You uh, don't have to have Wolverine in everything. Not have Wolverine in everything. Uh, yeah, actually, I prefer the the she Wolverine, uh, Laura. Uh, is it Laurie or Laura? But the all new Wolverine as a female, I like her as as Wolverine. So, but, you don't but, have. I can. I can. I finally have my first. 
X Men movie where it's the actual the original five yeah, but five actually, kids. But you don't need the. You, but you don't need the movie. Actually, yeah. Actually, to be honest, you, I want to see that. You barely need Professor Xavier and stuff like that. How about that? How, how can it be the X Men? How about that? How about that? How about just no. the five kids? How about just the five kids? I am never gonna get my X Men. My X Men. And Xavier gets killed. What I do you swear. Think that? I'm and never. Xavier just gets killed. I'm gonna have to make do with the cartoons. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. But anyway. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Fox. Twentieth Century Fox X Men. Uh, it's been real. Has it? Has it? <laughs> Rest in peace. It's been real ups and downs. There, how about that? Oh All right. God. All right, guys. That's been uh, another episode of Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils. Catch us on the regular podcast, Stuff and Junk Show. Uh, contact us through blah, 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 blah. All right, then. Until next time. Bye. Bye.